Hey, Adam. Hey, Trey. How are you? I'm doing well. This has been a, a pretty good week for me, all in all. And um, I'm excited to get to like get to work on this podcast, episode one. Why expand? What's been? What's how's how's your week been good? Um, I I I have been a lot more free, is what I will say about um the way I've been doing things. Um, as of course you know, I came out publicly as non-binary using he they pronouns, um, which kind of was a nice little weight that was lifted off and. Uh, kind of am giving myself permission to be myself more and, you know, continue my gender journey. Um, but beyond that, like, I've just been very uh, honest and candid with, like, my feelings at work. And I'm doing so in a not mean way. Aww. So it's, I, I know it's really disappointing that I'm not just telling off my bosses. But I in our um, I was in San Francisco last week for our on-site, and I was very quickly labeled direct. Um <laughs> But I thought it was in a good way. Wow, such a because nice I was... corporate way yeah. of saying that. Well, I, no, I think I was just very honest with my feedback, which they asked for. And I think it actually really helped. So positive things have been happening from me being honest with myself and others. Good. What has your week been like? We went to Vermont. That's right. And I found out I was a bike person. Well, that's we took, uh, we took some, a some good things, some bad things there. No, we took a bike ride and now I'm a bike guy. Oh, well, that's why it was fun. I it that's was so great. much fun. I don't like walking because my knees long ago mm. turned to powder. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, biking that's where it's at when it comes are to cardio. Gonna, are you gonna get a bike? Are you two gonna get a bike? I might get a bike. Oh, okay. I have decided the only way that we can get a bike though is if uh, it has streamers on the handles. Yes, and also <laughs> if we get like a little, I don't know what you call it, like a train off the back so that like Pippin can ride in the back. Oh, just like a wagon? Yeah, like a wagon. That's oh my the God. word I was looking for. <laughs> a train. Yeah, just a whole train. Like a whole steam train. <laughs> Amazing. I'm a steam train guy now. Oh my God. Not a train guy and a and a bike guy all in the same week. That's a lot for me to handle. That's right. That's right. I won't be. Uh, in, I, I don't know. You're, you put me in the wagon. I could put you in the wagon. You would die. You would go biking with us. I haven't ridden a bike in so long. I don't. Think it's I like know. riding a bike. <laughs> no, actually, I in high school. I was remember, a bike guy. I no, I was not. But I remember my friend wanted to be a bike person, so I was like, okay, well, I'll just like grab my old bike that I hadn't ridden in like seven years. I was like, look, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll bike. I did so poorly. I literally was like, I don't know how to ride this thing. And it was really scary and I didn't like it. And I haven't ridden since. So um, put me in the wagon and you, you'll you get amazing calves, you, you know, biking me around. I mean, I used to drive a motorcycle. So there's nothing more dangerous I could do on a bicycle than I guess, on a motorcycle. I mean, yes, you're you're not wrong. Uh, no, it's great. That's saw awesome. some horses. We rode bikes. We ate a lot of cheese. Yeah, it is Vermont. These are all Vermont things yeah. to do. I, I'm into it. Yeah. Good for you. That's a fun, yeah, fun yeah. trip. So, episode one. Yes. What are we doing? You we, go. Yes. We are talking about the who, what, why, and how is community theater. 
Um, so we're going to a- be answering throughout this episode those questions. Uh, for anybody that, um, you know, has done community theater for a very long time or is interested in their local community theater, we kind of want to break down what is this whole thing? How do we define it? Um, and that definition is I think going to carry with us to all of our other episodes because it really does um, color the the whole point of this podcast. So we should, I think, do a really good job of defining it and know when and where is not. It doesn't work for this. So I took it out. Yeah, I was about to say that you really blew up the WWWW thing by putting an H in there. How is a good question? I used to have to do that in elementary school. Can we pretend that it starts with a silent W? Yeah, absolutely. I'm put it on the Are you, you're changing the outline to W H O W. Amazing. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and that is that is community theater, just the that idea of wow. Wow. <laughs> uh yeah. Okay. So what can so, you start actually with let's start with what, because I think that's the easiest. To so, you, okay. what is community theater? So to me, community theater uh, is, I mean, in in the simplest form, I guess you would say that it's just non-professional theater, not-for-profit, non-professional theater. Um, I know I guess there are some community theaters probably out there that are for-profit community theaters, but they're very few and far between. I can't imagine there are very many. I, I can't either. I can think of one example that I'm not going to name. But, uh, yeah, I think most of the time they, they are nonprofit. Uh, and community theater is just basically like art to engage um, a theater or a community, right? Right. So, yeah. like, it's it's local art. It's local artists. It's, um, you know... Your doctor, your dentist, your pet groomer are all getting up and doing Oklahoma this weekend, yeah. and that's community theater. Um, you know, it, 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 it really is a special... If anyone hasn't seen the movie... Have you seen the movie Waiting for Guffman? No, I haven't, actually. Oh, my God. I, at least I don't think I have. We have to watch it. Okay. It's kind of the perfect encapsulation of, like, what community theater is. Okay. You'll figure it out. Great. I'm, I'm sure I will we'll talk about it at some point. It's great. I mean, I fully agree with that. That I think you hit kind of all the points. Uh, to me, I think it is about the, the the ending part that you brought in is it's about the community. It's about your local community. We're not you're not bussing in or flying in professionals from all over the country or the world to do community theater. It's the people. It should be. I think is the big thing is that it should be the people around you, the pe- your neighbors, uh, your friends, you. I mean, but also it's supposed to be people that you could see anywhere, you know, becoming a local star. Right. I think that's what's really important to me, at least about community theater. Right. No. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, you know, I think of I've seen some community theaters like higher equity actors or like professional actors and it is always a little jarring to me it's yeah. always a little weird i think i i'm okay with i get that i'm okay with community theaters hiring equity but i think there's like 
you do lose something. If you're like, if you are like, we're hiring this equity person who, from a, a long ways away, like that's right. not a part of your community. Right. Like, I don't know. I Like I, as a non-equity actor would be like, so we're just not good enough for you. Right. And then like, yeah, again, it's a little bit of a slap in the face. It's a, it is a bit of a slap in the face. You, like community theater can be all equity. Like sure. it's possible. You can have community equity. Um, but I think mixing it can get a little bit uh, dicey, which I'm again, I'm fine with. It happens all the time. I don't have any problem with it. I think it becomes a problem when you alienate your community. Yeah, I think so too. I think that, you know, uh, the community theater as an experience is a place for people who love to do art, who want to do art, to just show up and do it. Yeah. I Um, think that's the who. Yeah, this, I, we're, yeah, we're getting I to the so. who, which I, mean, I think is great. I think we've nice, yeah, nice, well, beautiful seg- segue into thank who. You so much. Uh, um, I forgot what we were talking about. So it's I was just about going. everyone. It's about like any. It's what's. It's one of those opportunities where anybody can do, can participate in the theater arts. You don't have to have experience necessarily. You don't have right. to be amazing, right? But you can like. There's no. There's no criteria. Right, you just show up and audition, and 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 somebody will cast you eventually. Yeah, even uh, yes. Eventually, you'll find your niche. Yeah, working, and that's not to say that like um, other volunteers or uh, close to volunteers uh, exist across the entire paradigm of community theater. You know, yeah, sound people and lighting and mm-hmm. and costumes and props yeah. and stage managers and you know most of these people are. You know, if they're paid, are paid kind of a pittance for mm-hmm. the the amount of work that they put in. Yeah, and I, I say this fully, being a music director <laughs> in community theater. Yeah, um, and putting in you know sometimes eighty hour work weeks mm-hmm. for a twenty five hundred dollar check right. at the end. Yeah, uh, you know. So I think that yeah, I think that that that's all a part of it. You know, it's 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 all about the community or. Rather, it's 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 supposed to be. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's supposed to be like it, it is. There, peep. It is the people in your area. Right. And whatever levels that may be. So, you can. I mean, quite frankly, you can be somebody who's never done theater before, joining people who are really talented, like who do this as a hobby, um, and and like are are you know there's a. I think we both know there are plenty of people who do community theater that are talented enough to do it professionally. But Which is, that's not their life path. It's not yeah. their life path, and it's also not accessible. It's not. Right. It's just not an easy thing. Right. There's a lot more to it than just your talent. Right. So this well, is I a mean, great outlet. I mean, you know, at, at any point, uh, you know, you think maybe, maybe there's 2,000 jobs to be had on, like, you know, if you're using like Broadway as like the stalwart, right. mm-hmm. like there's maybe like two thousand jobs to be had, just total. Yeah. So it's like, you know, even if you could move to New York on a whim and live with a, you know, in a closet for four thousand dollars, mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, it's just it's it's not it's a very tough road to hoe, as it were. Yeah. Um, 
So, you know, and here's here's where we might get into a little bit of the um the downsides of of kind of modern day community theater, mm-hmm. right? Um so the other side of this, I feel, mm-hmm. is that while yes, we we are supposed to you know, give people a place, an outlet to sing and dance and mm-hmm. act and whatever else you want to do. Uh, it should also be, I think, about um, bringing theater to a community. So yes. that's the flip side of like the yeah. community theater moniker is bringing this to the patrons, the people yeah. who, you know, are looking for a date night, are looking mm-hmm. for, you know, Maybe they've never seen the Music Man, and that their one life goal uh, is to just see someone yeah. rap on a train. Uh, yeah, it is a. Lo- is that your life goal? Yeah, I'm yep. never gonna I, do that for you. Yeah, I see every production of the Music Man that I can. I don't. No, you Music don't. Man was the first show that I ever saw. Actually, really? Yep. Mine. I think mine was The Lion King. At least professional. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about. Just in general, like, like in a, in a community theater, I saw the Music Man first, and I was like, I want to do that. And then you did, didn't you? Right? No, I've never no, done you never did Man. the Music Man. I've done a lot of theater, though. Yeah, I I really thought that I was like I saw, I saw the Music Man at my local community theater in South Carolina, and you're like, oh well, I saw the Lion King on Broadway. Oh, no, <laughs> I mean, well, uh, I think it was on Broadway. Um, but I don't know that that was the first. I I honestly can't remember if that was the first show that I've seen because I'm sure I saw a lot of like, um, children's the like ch- not when I say children's theater I don't mean the children are doing the theater I mean theater that is like specifically for children right. like not they're not doing sure popular musicals they're doing like an abridged version of Pinocchio yeah like I I'm sure I sideways saw those. stories from Wayside School yeah the musical sure. The play, the, the musical, play, the musical, the experience. Um, but I think the first, I think the first ever musical that made, or you know, show that ever made an impact on me was Lion King. But sure, I, that makes sense. I certain, I will be honest. I don't think at any point I ever said I'm gonna be in the Lion King. No, I don't think <laughs> you probably should. Maybe I, no, I, I, I remember loving it, and I listened to the album a lot. That was like the first mm-hmm. album, like musical theater album that I got that I was like listening to all the time. Well, The um, Lion King on Broadway is a spectacle. It is. Oh, my it's God. It's like the perfect show to take kids to get them interested in theater because yeah. it's just like you know color it. and loud noises yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Not to say. I mean, it's a brilliant show. It's, but, it was great. Um, so in bringing uh, theater to a community, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about it being uh, closer in location. Yeah. Than, like, you can get to it. Professional theaters, right. and certainly than like Broadway. If you live, especially oh in like God. Middle America or yeah. like the South or or uh, West or the, yeah, really anywhere <laughs> or anywhere um, that is not New York. Uh, you know, people in the community um, are participating in it. So your friends are participating yeah. in it. Your neighbors are participating in it. Often, we're all really annoying about come see our show, uh, especially with the advent of social media. Yeah. Um, you know, and. and and here's here's a sticking point for me. Uh, it is cheaper than professional theater. Some yeah. most of the time. <laughs> yeah, and most of is, the time. Yeah. This is a problem that I have mm-hmm. with with uh, modern day community theater. However, 
I have some caveats to this. So mm-hmm. I'm going to let you go. And then I'm going to interject with a thought that I had this weekend. Yeah. So I, in talking about why community theater is so important for the community, I, we we're kind of alluding to this, but we were talking about it a lot earlier today, is how inaccessible community theater is to the masses. Um Especially, like, obviously, you know, we talk Broadway, you know, you want to go see a Broadway show. Let's, I mean, the, the logistics of that are kind of awful. Yeah. Um, I mean, not to say, like, if, if you can go see a Broadway show, I certainly recommend it. But for us, like, we live in Boston. We are a, or we can get there by car, which is not something that a lot of people in America can say. Right. Um, or, or if you're not from America and you want to see a Broadway show, it's <laughs> it's not by car or by Good train. Luck. You have to you're gonna have to fly. Um, so it's all the money that it takes just to travel to New York City. Then, depending on your situation, you probably then have to stay at least a night in New York City, which the hotels are expensive, and parking if you're driving in like we do is expensive, mm-hmm. and then food there is expensive. Uh, so all of that to say, like, it is not like you're not just paying for those two hundred dollar seats in the far back. You're also paying for everything that gets you to that location. Right. And then once you get there and you've had your fifty dollar sandwich and you've paid a thousand dollars for parking and probably two thousand dollars for a hotel, then you get to the venue then you sit in a chair with your knees to your chest and, you know, you watch an amazing performance but uncomfortably. like uncomfortably um so like the it's sh- it's not something that when you're thinking like i want to go see a show and you think about everything that it takes there's a lot that deters you which by the way i think this is very interesting that broadway mm-hmm. is becoming like increasingly self-aware as to how like mm-hmm. ridiculously stupidly expensive everything is yeah uh beetlejuice has a joke about like Something, something, something. Drink your $50 wine. Yeah. I just music directed uh, something rotten. Mm-hmm. And there's a joke in there about like all the people are crammed together and oh my God, like that much for a glass of wine. And it's yeah. just like. It's so well they're known. They're so well aware. Yeah. It is like a well-known thing that it is. It's not a, it's not really a fun experience besides the art. Right. And that like, yeah, is it worth it? That's different for every person. Um. And it depends on your situation. But, like, think of how many people in America are not able to see a Broadway show or touring. Right. Touring is helpful, but it's still not great. It's still expensive. And that's I, why you have local community theater. So, and and here's the thing. Most, I'm starting to see this, like, wild, unabashed, capitalist competitive spirit in community theater. So we, you know, Interesting. we both do, we both do community theater here in the Boston area. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is, so that's primarily what I'm, what I'm thinking of. I, you know, the first show I did here, I think it was $24 a ticket, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. Like yeah. that is totally great and i feel totally comfortable with the quality of show it was it was quite a good show we were having a great time and i was totally comfortable uh asking people to say you know saying like hey you should come see this show yeah 
It's $24, you know, uh, and that's fine. And I understand that theaters need to keep afloat. There's a lot yeah. of expenses that going into, especially like if they're in a physical space or even if yeah. they're renting a space, right. like that's expensive, especially if you're in Boston. Um, But now I just keep seeing places, you know, somebody will raise their ticket by a couple dollars and then somebody else will raise their ticket to, you know, because they're like, well, people are still going to see their shows. So right. we can raise our ticket now and we can raise our ticket now. We can raise our ticket now. And people are using Ticketmaster. And now there's fees with those yep. tickets. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I think I think about as expensive as it gets in this area is there is a theater that's charging like 60 bucks oh, for tickets. I... And not to say that their shows aren't deserving of it. They're good. Sure. But... Sixty dollars for community theater. No, there's nothing to justify that. That's hard. We, I I just bought tickets to see six. Um, sure, professional. Yes. To, I think they're to, yeah touring. Like these are professional equity. Are we going with you to see that? You never confirmed. All right, but we'll talk Let's about, about it later. later. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about it in the car. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, I got cheap tickets, but sure. that like with fees and everything was seventy dollars. So like these right. are like these are amazing professional like the the light like you get everything the lights the choreography like ev- everything for ten dollars more than community theater right girl like you better I I better see something so that's the rub right is like if my wife and I go and see a show uh, like a community theater show where Tickets are $60 a piece, right? Mm-hmm. And I know we were just talking about how inaccessible Broadway is, but that's $120 yeah. for the night. And that's not, then we're also going to dinner. We're spending money on yeah. dinner. So I could very nearly like drive with one tank of gas to New York, mm-hmm. park at Sam's old apartment where he doesn't live anymore for free. <laughs> Get lost in Central Park. Sure. <laughs> walk my way over two hours down to Times Square. Wow. And rush tickets for $80 a ticket. Right. To sit in the first like six rows probably mm-hmm. of a Broadway house. Right. Like when we saw Once on this Island, it was $80 a ticket and we were like that's, that's feet really in the sand front row. Right. That's really good. Yeah. So at that point, it's like, why the fuck would I go see your, like, community theater production, which is going to be fine? Yeah. It's not going to be bad, but I'm – it's not going to – go go ahead. It's just not going to be at that level. No. It doesn't justify that level. And if your costs are so high that that is what you have to do to stay in business, then, like, that feels like a you problem. Problem. especially I, as a yeah. non-profit right you have to start looking at like well what can we do to cut these costs right do we cut sets do we cut how many musicians we use do we cut you know yeah there are a lot of things uh and not to say and we'll, we'll probably talk on later episodes oh, about things yeah. sets and mu- music and and mm-hmm. and you know what goes on in a community theater but i think that um you know, it, it, it it's a little tough if, if you're going to ask for that much money. Um, again, and, and again, this is for 
These are for people in your area. Right. These aren't like, and and that if you're if you're in a very affluent area, sure. Right. But not all, not all community theater is in an affluent area. Like community is all over. Well, so and I'll I'll piggyback off this. Yeah. Because we were just in Vermont and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> we got to like bed and breakfast we were staying at mm-hmm. uh, in Stowe, Vermont. Yes. And we started walking down the street because I really like more than anything love like kitschy stupid little shops mm-hmm. yep. you know those places I, that you walk in yep, and, yeah you've exactly. been you've been I've, there with me uh, yeah where you go in and there's like a woman with like she's like this is my life goal is yeah. to own this shop and i made all of these things and then you just look around and you go mm, nice bye uh <laughs> <laughs> that's like it's awful but it's right but that's exactly what happens oh you spent your entire life savings on this mm, i don't like it uh <laughs> Nice tchotchkes. So, <laughs> you know, uh, but we were walking down the street and we saw a sign for like their local community theater. That's cool. And they were doing World Goes Round, which is a candor and a review. Oh, okay. Yep, 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 yep. Um, which we've had some friends do around here mm-hmm. a few years ago. It's the only reason I know that show. Right. But I was like, oh my God, what if we went to go see a show? Mm-hmm. And we ultimately did not. Uh, but... We had the conversation, like, because we're so used to the Boston area, we had the conversation of, like, oh, well, it's really not worth it to spend, like, you know, $45 a yeah. ticket to go see a show that we don't, we don't you know don't the know area, we don't know good. the talent, we yeah. don't know. It was in, like, a town hall. So we were like, who knows? Who knows what this is going to be like? And I looked it up online. You want to take a stab at how much tickets were? For Stowe, Vermont? Mm-hmm. Which I is a very, like, tu- if you don't know Stowe, Vermont, yeah. it is like a very touristy area. Yeah. I would say at least $35. You're way high. I'm high. $15. <gasps> $15. $15. Yep. It, was it a high school production? No. no. It was adults. $15. That would be a dream. And I looked on their website and they had, you know, picture, pictures from past productions and it was you know, they have sets and they have an orchestra, presumably, and they, you know, have, they are in costumes. They're not just naked uh, or in street clothes, like real costumes, like, you know. um, So that got me thinking about even more, like, well, how much of this is just greed? How much of this is people being like, (sighs) well, you know, we don't pay taxes on this money. Right. So I think, well, I it's very possible. I mean, we've, we'll talk about this later, but we've seen some pretty not legal, but not ethical uh, theater behavior in our time. Um, we've also seen not legal behavior. No, that's uh, what I said. Not legal. Oh, okay. We have not seen, sorry, we have seen illegal and unethical. Yes, and unethical. You know, I should probably uh, be a little bit more saying, aware. I thought you were saying we've seen legal but unethical productions. And I was well, like, yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> well, definitely. Well, absolutely. Yes. All, all of it. We've seen the gambit of like of like true good to chaotic evil. Amazing. Or a lawful good to chaotic evil of, of community theater. I'm going to start labeling Whenever we go see a show, when we go on a theater mandate, I'm gonna start giving it. I'm gonna uh, like that was a chaotic neutral show. Jesus Christ, <laughs> amazing. Um, but I yes, I think part of it is greed. I mm-hmm. think part of it there's a lot of other factors that go into it, such as like what is the um, 
was the theater capacity. If you like, if you put the same amount of money into a theater with fifty seats and you and one with two hundred seats, I'm sure that the one with two hundred seats should have like a quarter of the cost, not a quarter, maybe a quarter. Well, to make I mean, up the same amount. I mean, so listen, yeah, like, um, you know, there's a lot of factors if mm-hmm. if if you're talking about money, you know, yeah, rights holders, uh, the like seating is a determining factor on how much you pay for the that's rights, true. right? Yeah. That's why when we did that one production that one time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this goes into the illegal and unethical. Uh, the person who was producing, who mm-hmm. owned that company, said that there were only 50 seats in the right. space, even though we sold, I think, like at least 175 a night. Yeah. Uh, he 50 also seats, said one night only. He also said that the tickets were $5. For five, yep, because I ticket price that. is a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and tickets were not five dollars they were no 25 i think i think it was actually pretty cheap Mm -hmm. uh compared to other theaters but you know i also there's there's black boxes i've seen that are charging 40 dollars a ticket yeah there are you know at at a certain point i could see a theater with 800 seats charging 60 dollars a ticket i guess if if they were kind of admitting to themselves that like, well, we have to say that there's 800 seats in this space. So they charge us this much money, but we know we're not ever going to sell all these seats. Right. I'm, that's a part of it, though. Yeah. Like, I imagine there's I no imagine way that like these rights companies are like they're going to sell out every single performance right. because they rights companies aren't saying like we want you to just pay us all of that money. They do want you to make money. Well, yeah, that's the thing is like there there are things we could talk about with rights companies that yeah. are like not great. Yeah, agreed. But um, the big part of it is that like I, if you're not putting on the shows because they're too expensive, they're not making any money either. Right. It's like a true symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Um, and if all of the theaters close down because they put on Legally Blonde once, <laughs> then, you know, it's it <laughs> it doesn't really work. But, you know, so that's a that's a that's a part of it, too. But. Yeah, so I think that's just that's just uh, kind of a big part of it. Yeah, we. Oh, this is a good thing in the outline. I love this. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the This bit, which kind of goes with this. Yeah. I think the the cyclical um, the the paradoxical nature of community theater, where uh, you need money to make good theater, mm-hmm. but you need to put on good theater to make money, or that's the idea of it. Like no one's going to come to see the show if it's not good. But it like I was thinking about what I had said earlier about like you can see somebody in a community theater production that is talented enough to be on Broadway or at least be professional, mm-hmm. maybe not Broadway. I could be, I, could, I don't want to sell people who are on Broadway too short, but could be, could be professional. You could do regional theater. Yeah. yeah regional mean, theater. Yeah, sure. You can like, you could go and like, I mean, if, if, if your community theater is priced appropriately, you could see somebody at that caliber for a really low amount of money. Sure. And I think one of the things I, you know, I, it's, it's the thing that you love and hate about me when I go see community theater, I'm very critical all theater, all theater that I see, I'm actually quite critical. Well, I I am too. I'm only, I only get upset when you see the theater that I do, That's and you're true. really critical. 
Um, I think I'm still nice when I'm critical about <laughs> your stuff uh, sometimes. Never. Never. <laughs> um, but I'm, I st- any, any theater that I see, I'm actually quite critical. I find it hard, harder to be critical of professional theater because there's so much more money and a lot around it <laughs> that like even if the people in your in your professional company aren't that strong you can get distracted by the lights and the choreography um and the the set design and all of the things like all the cool things around it with community theater you don't have that money necessarily and you it is so much up to your people your people are very much left vulnerable. There is no distractions. Um, yeah. And I think that that's where, like, well, you could be amazing and it still not be a good show because you didn't have the money for the things that kind of distract you and make it better. Not only no distractions, but sometimes further than that, you know, sometimes it's, it's you know, not only are there no distractions from, like, f- fancy sets and, yeah. and, and fucking million-dollar light boards mm-hmm. and whatever but you know i would say semi often you know you get a production where it's like also no one can dance or also the director doesn't know how to direct or a lot the music director didn't teach any harmonies so it's really just like (laughs) yeah these are i mean yes these are all factors we're pushing suspension of the disbelief like all the way to 10 right but and that's the other thing is uh, and something I think directors need to be a little bit more aware of with community. And we can t- I, we'll get into this later. But the suspension of disbelief when you see different levels of theater is going to your audience is always going to vary that. If I go yeah. into a children's production or a like even a young teens or something a, like that production, my suspension of disbelief is going to be quite high. I'm going to allow myself that. When right. I go to see Broadway, <laughs> bitch, you better suck me in. Right. Right. Things I say to my Johns all the time. Right. Amazing. <laughs> I, you know, well, yeah, I think that, you know, there seems to be this prevalent theory that I guess you don't hear as much anymore. But mm-hmm. I heard this a lot as like a songwriter, mm-hmm. right? Is like there's this prevailing theory of like, well the audience is really dumb so you have to like you have to like make sure that it's like on their level so that they get it because just the audience is really dumb uh the audience is like smarter than you and that's what people need to realize is the audience is is often smarter than you i mean number one is they're smart enough to say i'm not gonna pay money to come see your shit Mm -hmm. so um you know you 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 have to assume that there's a level where somebody's going to be, you know, nobody's going to stand up during a production of Into the Woods and be like, that person isn't really a wolf. <laughs> Everybody has a suspension of disbelief. Yes. You, that's just a guy in a hat with whiskers. He's not a wolf at all. <laughs> An imposter. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, um, we, you know, we get harp on money all night. With, sure. Within theater, that is, and that is kind of the the crux of it, is that is a really bad practice that I've been seeing. Yes, is is greed, and some of it maybe isn't greed. I'll give the benefit of the doubt 
that some of it is people wanting to put on professional quality shows mm-hmm. within their community, in their spaces, and needing more money to do that. Right. I mean, you know, at a certain point, it's like, oh, well, we've been using, you know, five musicians for all of our musicals and we're doing you know, West Side Story next, and we'd like to go to seven, you know? (laughs) Sure. Um, I would also, here's the thing, though, and this is something, as a data analyst, I think about quite a lot, um, because I wish that I, I wish I could do more with theater data, um, like for community theaters and for professional theaters. Um, What professional theater, uh, community, sorry, what community theater has a finance analyst who is finding out what the right dollar is. Oh, none, none of them. None of them. No. So the, it really is, a part of it is like finger to the wind, maybe basic math. Mm-hmm. That's like, okay, if we, like, if this is how much we're paying, here's, uh, you know, here's the dollar that's going to break mm-hmm. even. Um, and I don't think any of them are doing like any kind of projections of like no. what's going to fill seats. There's no kind of like nobody's considering all of the like there's they never considered these extra expenses. And also just like fundraising. Like I think a lot. Girl, I'm going to get into it. Fuck it. Fundraising and grant writing. Get yeah. grants. Like it, commu- like your community, your town should want to have art and theater in it. Like, advocate for that money, find those grant opportunities, and, like, I feel like a lot of community theaters rely very heavily on donations without, like, just donations of, like, you know, this is what we want. Yeah, donate and we'll put your name in the program. Yeah, but we'll put your name in the program uh, for the rest of your life. Um, Yeah, donate or ticket sales or, like, pay $5 for this bag of chips that we got for 50 cents at Walmart um for concessions and stuff like that uh rather than like it sh- when it comes to community theater it shouldn't be completely funded by your actors and and your patrons you need to you need to ask for money from the people that should be providing money to the community yes yes i agree i mean this is something i'm i'm absolutely beyond the shadow of a doubt I'm going to harp on mm-hmm. for the entire run of this <laughs> podcast, however long we do We're going to do a tally. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger boat. I... <laughs> I... Jaws the musical. Here's the... Bro- Please don't speak that into existence. <laughs> uh, it would probably be written by, like, Jason Robert Brown. Too. Oh, absolutely. Um, I No tonal center. <laughs> here's the... Here's 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 the thing that I really can't stand, and it ties into that mm-hmm. is I cannot stand people who they have you know grown up doing community theater and now they have a community theater space. Oh, I know where you're going, girl. And so there is a lot of, and it happens in this community all the time on all levels, uh, and it makes me. It's gotten to the point where it makes me viscerally angry. Mm-hmm. Is people saying, well, I've always done it this way, though. 
but I've always done it this mm-hmm. way. I've always just asked for donations and everything's fine. We've always sold, sold concessions for this much markup. We've always done the lighting like this. We've always had this many musicians. We've always cast these. And it's just like, maybe, maybe if you try something new, you might get different results. Yeah. Or it won't work and you can say, well, that was a fun little thing that we tried, wasn't it? Maybe if you write a fucking grant. Yeah. Like the worst that's going to happen is that you don't get the grant. Right. Instead of just relying on, well, we got to raise our ticket prices again. Yeah. Well, we got to, you know, these actors have to make their own costumes. Yeah. We have to bring the costumes in we and need to trash sell bags. Programs, pro- sell programs, uh, sell ad space. Sell ad Girl. space. Girl. That never works out. Every, I never, never. Well, it's fine to sell ad space in your programs. What's not fine is to make Force the actors, actors do it. To, yeah. Absolutely not. That's my like line in the sand. And like oh, yeah. we've worked together. If any, if anybody were to ask who is the diva out of the two of us, it would be you. But there, yeah. yes, yeah. don't even try to pretend. But if I would throw a hissy fit and I would have a diva moment if. If a if somebody said you're all required to sell at least like a quarter page of ad space, I would absolutely lose it. It is not. I like, would just buy a quarter space myself and write no. "fuck you" in big letters. Well, I mean, sure, <laughs> but uh, no, it's not even worth my money to be that petty, and that's why you're the diva. Um, um it's the it's like my my whole thing would be, and uh, this is another outline point that I want to get to is. Almost, you can almost guarantee if you don't actually, you can't guarantee who involved in a production is getting paid. Um, you're not, you're not a hundred percent sure of who's getting paid. You know who you know for sure isn't getting paid? The actors. Right. They are the last ones if there is any money left over and the theater decides they want to be nice and you like, let's be real, like, unless you're equity and you have a contract. It is so unlikely that you are getting paid. So actors that are devoting their time for something that they're passionate about and are doing something like they're volunteering. There's something that they get from it. But the theater benefits the most from them. Right. Um, And then to say you need to now put forth more money to be in the show, to like pay to be in the show, essentially. It's kind of a slap in the face. Right. To be like, you need to help fund this. For sure. Because, I mean, paying for advertising space in a program, it's free money. It is free money. Well, and it, 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 goes, it, it goes back to the community center of community theater. Right. You know, we're in a special place here in the Boston area where there are like 7,000 community theaters mm-hmm. to choose from. Yeah. Um, that is not what it was like where I grew up. I, right. grew, I, I grew up in, in like rural South Carolina, like rough. the upstate of South Carolina it was rough. And there was like, there were, I think three community theaters. One of like two of those that I'm thinking of right now were 45 to 50 minutes away from me. Oh my God. The one that like I grew up doing things in was like 30 minutes away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, That's there tough. are places certainly where theater is is much more few and far between. Mm-hmm. But 
I think that lends itself to those theaters, right? Mm-hmm. But even up here, if you're a theater and you're in a community, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say that, like, you know, I'm in a town. I don't want to name a town because then some community theater in that town is going to be like, they're talking about us. Uh, <laughs> say you're in a town in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. a little tiny town yeah. where the borders are kind of nonspecific, right? Sure. Central, Western, Mass. Certainly uh, within, even on the street that your your theater is on, mm-hmm. right? Certainly there are businesses. Yeah. Even if they're local businesses. There are restaurants. There are, you know, little shops like the ones we were talking about earlier yes. where some poor woman has poured <laughs> everything into making like wood cutouts of pets or something. Yeah. And... You know, if the community theater was functioning as a community building tool, Mm -hmm. then I feel like there would be a relationship between the theater and these businesses around them so that the taking out ad space thing would be like a no brainer. It's like, okay, the people around us are going to this space, Mm -hmm. let's say once every month and a half. Sure. You know, that's about right. And. They're in this space looking at a program, and we're on this street. So we should help that theater by giving them money. They give us ad space, and the people around us will come to our shops because we're on their mind. The problem is that theaters aren't representing the communities that they're a part of. Mm -hmm. Yes. There's the same 25 actors who go around to all of the theaters Mm -hmm. who are phenomenally talented. Sure artists but are going around to all of these theaters saying you know i'm going to do this show here i'm going to do this show here i'm going to go do this show here that's not a part of your community right and they don't care about the community no, and not, not to say that that's a bad thing because it's nice to have so many opportunities to uh to act and 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 whatever mm-hmm. um but the theater is not doing outreach to their community no um and this is a, a much bigger problem that we absolutely don't have time to get yeah. into right now, but we will at some point, yeah. I'm sure. A thousand percent. You know, you talk about um, like people of color in shows. Mm-hmm. And particularly now people are saying like, which is a problem within itself that now all of a sudden people yeah. are like, oh, wow, wait a second. We don't have any people of color in yeah. our shows ever. Um, but, you know, it's like these communities are like out there like you know yeah and we're not reaching out to say hey have you ever considered taking an acting class have you ever considered being in a musical yeah have you ever considered coming to a, a cabaret that we're putting on have you ever considered you know working backstage at a show you know yeah. it's it, it actually i feel like it's really easy to get like quote unquote like bitten by the bug of theater yeah right because it is fun and it yeah. is intrinsically a space where and especially with adults yeah like there aren't a lot of places where you can go to make friends as an adult absolutely not and like in the theater setting it's really easy to make friends yeah a lot of my like very close friends are from theater i mean we met doing theater you know what i mean yeah um we 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 eventually (laughs) uh (laughs) i i eventually uh you know dealt with you Oh my god! 
Why did I let you into my house? Uh, <laughs> you say that every day. I, uh, but yeah, so I, you know, that, that I think is a part of it. That I think is a big problem is that like community theater is only focused inward. Mm-hmm. Our show. Yes. Our people, our space, our money, our money. Yeah. And it's, we're not looking at, what, well, what can we do to, to benefit yeah. the community? Yeah. What can we do to help out? And again, much like everything else, it works both ways. Mm-hmm. You're out in the community doing outreach. More people around you are going to come see the shows. Yeah. The audience is going to be full with people who want to be there and like what you're doing. Yeah. Because it represents their town, their community, their city, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Um. So I think that's something that needs to be reconciled. I don't yes. necessarily have an, a like a like a specific answer of how it needs to be done. Just that like find creative ways to reach out to people around you. Yes, and that th- there's a lot of things that that spurs in my mind. Um, but I think the last thing you said, like find creative ways, you have to be a creative problem solver in community theater. Period. Like it's a creative space. And you are by just by the way things are, you are limited and you have to sometimes come up with those creative ideas. Um, And that I think that leads into this idea that I've talked about a lot before with you that I think 99.9 percent of people that come to see your show know someone directly involved in it. Right. Um, And that means if you want more people to come to your show, you need to get more people involved. And how do you get more people involved? You get your community involved. You know, it, you talk about that tchotchke woman. Have, like, say we would love for you to make a tchotchke for our set. Right. And then all the, she's like, oh, my God, I would lo- you, you've you've oh, engaged yeah. her. Say, like, for you know sure. what? We'll pay you for that tchotchke. Like, and then, like, come see the show. See your tchotchke. Like, see what you've brought into it. See how we use it. Like, what is a tchotchke? What? What is a tchotchke? It's just like a trinket, like a little like trinket. Like it doesn't do anything, but it's just like, uh, like kind of like a, uh, I, it's a tchotchke. <laughs> How do you not know what that means? I just, I just don't. It's just like, it, it's a, a cute little thing. It could be anything like a figurine. It can just like, you know, a, a an animal that just kind of like sits on a, yeah, a this plant. Our little well, plant. I wouldn't call that a tchotchke. Because it because it's, that's for moral it's support. live yeah oh, okay. that's for that's that's to keep us going, um, but yeah like come up with these you have to be a creative problem solver you have to be a creative thinker I mean how many communities have like small parks in them yeah in this area sure right how many theaters are doing like a Shakespeare in the park musical in the park in their like community parks no well that's None. it's too they that's there's a, that's actually kind of hard, I think. I don't know. That seems yeah, a in a way. Harder. In a way. But I think like, you could do, like, small things. Yes. A, ca- a quick cabaret, like, something uh, something for the community. Just no I flash th- mobs, please. No, thank you. That's, girl, that's mid-2000s <laughs> shit. Maybe 2010s. But we're not doing that anymore. Um, yeah, come up, come up with, like, it's very important to me that you come up with ways to engage your community. It Like, tit for tat. I love seeing uh, take your take your ticket to this restaurant and you get 10 percent off 
like engage mm-hmm. engage restaurants around you. That's great. I it's love a, yeah. it when theaters do that. But also, I think what you were alluding to a little bit before, do the people that are involved in your production look like the people in your community directly? Because yeah. I can think of many theaters where you look at the people in that direct area. You literally go into their town, you look around, and then you go into the theater and it's a bubble of completely different people. Yeah completely different demographic and it's because you're like well let's get this talented person from over here and no one's like and yes it's talent is important but remember that your community theater think of think of what you want to provide and that you know what you can say we're a community theater that's all about putting on the we don't care about anything else we want to put on the best show right we talent comes before all else i don't think every theater should be that way that's no Think about what is what do we want to provide to the community? Let's like let's get the community involved. Right. So what like if you got two people and you're like, well, this person's a little bit better, but this person can walk here. This is like a part of their neighborhood. Right. Go with the person that's part of your neighborhood. Or go with both and figure it or out. Go, yeah, it's, go with you know, both and figure it out. Or, you know, uh, but I guess it just, it depends on what you want. What is your your mission for your theater? Yeah. Yep. I agree. So, you know. We've talked about a lot of heavy already. We've gotten into some like deep shit. And we oh, have to only going to get worse from here, too. Yeah. I'm looking for anyone listening. We have a big outline and uh, like a big outline document. This is the lightest episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're already talking about like oh, no. a lot. I think some deep shit, um, which I'm excited oh, no. about. We're going to get blackballed. I, yeah. I, the there, board. You know what? There are. <laughs> Here's the thing. There are going to be communities, community theaters that are like, how dare they? Like, this sounds like my theater. And you know what? They don't know what they're talking about. And it's hard. These things are hard. Yeah, yes, we get it. Because it's the same shit I was talking about before. Well, back in my day, we've done it this way. Yes. And it's all- Which is never, don't ever accept that as an it answer. In works. every in community theater, your job, your relationships, don't ever accept that as an answer. Yeah. Um, because that's just, that's toxic behavior. Um, but I, I will say, if you, if you're a, if you're a director, if you own a theater and you think, wow, like some of the things that they're talking about, they're talking about my theater. I'm not, we're not trying to attack you, but take this as some advice of like, we like, is this, is this a part of your mission? Are you okay with the way that things are going? Do you think that it is beneficial for you? Do you think it's beneficial for your community? Do you care? And if you're answering, we do care about our community, we want to benefit our community as well, and, you know, we we want to do more, take some, like, really, really think about some of the things that we said. Right. And we may have poked some holes in your idea that your community theater is ma- amazing, and it doesn't take away from that, but it's always okay to do better. Right. And we, that's what we want to see. Right. All right. Um, feels good to me. I feel, I'm very happy with what we've talked about, um... I do want to end on just one qu- one quick question that we can both uh, oh, no. try to answer. What is community theater to you? What does it mean to you in your life? Or why is it important to you? You go first. Okay. That's how questions work, right? You ask the question and then, and then I you answer am- it yourself. Immediately answer. You know what? I put you on the spot. <laughs> so uh, I will, I will uh, give you something to work from. Uh, community theater is important to me. Uh, 
because it really is where like I made the majority of my friends currently um, moving when I moved to Boston and, you know, I, I it was either work or nothing. Uh, and I wanted to meet people. I, you know, I my first show right. you were involved with. Right. Um, and, you know, for better or for worse, you've been my friend since. <laughs> and like it, it really like it. I'm going to say this a lot. It's the community. I built, I was able to build a community right. of close friends that like you go to another show, you see that person and you're immediately, it doesn't matter if you haven't talked since your last show, you're immediately best friends again. Oh, for um, sure. And that like, it is important to me. It's, it's, I've cultivated a lot of relationships from community theater and it's, that's important to me. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, I have nothing much to say, but I agree. I mean, that's really that's really what it comes yeah. down to, right? You've you, is you, I mean, I met my wife doing yes. theater. That's I, huge. I met, yeah, I met you know most of my friends, a lot of my friends doing theater. Yeah, um, and you know, yeah, it's it 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 just is. You you are able to build a network. Yeah, that you, way you're able to start a band for again for better or for worse. And I think because we didn't really discuss this during the intro, Fezk Hill is that band. Um, but you were, I think, you were, you guys, for, again, for whatever way it ended, well, I know what way, but for how, yeah. how it ended, <laughs> I think you, it's cool that you were able to get four community theater people together for sure. and make amazing music. And for that's, sure. that's a cool thing that you, it's hard to do when you, like, with other, for sure, other places. And, you know, I'm like Tinkerbell. I need applause to live. <sighs> so well, that's the other part of it. You really give theater kids a great name. That's right. I am I mean, I can't say I'm not the same. Oh, nope. I got mad at applause once, so I can't say the same thing. Um, well, th- right. I think that's, yeah, I'm really happy with what we've talked about. Um, I don't know how to sign off. I'm sure we'll figure I, that out eventually. Sure. Let me, let me take a stab at it for you. Go for I'm it. I'm the creative problem solver here. Um, please uh, stay tuned for some other episodes that we're going to be posting soon we've got amazing uh episode ideas we're going to be talking about all facets of theater uh we also want to hear from you uh please you know do the like and subscribe thing but please comment about your thoughts on some of the things that we've said um uh, you know i don't know that trey will read them but i will you can comment on podcasts <laughs> yeah oh yeah you can comment on anything no girl shit I think I'm pretty sure you can. You can comment on anything, but pl- I, you know, I don't know. The tray will read them, but I will peruse them until my heart breaks. Uh, I will read every comment, oh and God. I will think about it every day for the next twenty years. So I'm not going to let Trey read the comments, um, but I would want. I do want to hear what people think. I want some ideas. You know, we're two people living our lived experiences, and I would love to hear about your experiences with community theater as well in different areas. Um, and you know, what we I. Depending on uh, if I think any of them are good, uh, happy to kind of discuss them. Um, yeah, throw out an idea about how you think a, a theater could reach out to their community. Yeah, I love that. Give give everybody ideas. Yep. Yeah. So thank you, and uh, thank you for joining our theater mandate. Finn, get off of your phone. You beat no Dicey Dungeons in the on your phone yet? You can beat it. You can beat games on your phone now. Did you just there. click?